That was a good one. Yes. Welcome to the Luck We Had International Edition. Oh, God. Ooh. The first, Lena, so now you have to talk with a British accent the entire time you are over in England, so. I'm not going to say a single word. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, people love the American accent here. Or they don't love it, but they're just fascinated by it. Every time, every time I talk, someone stops in their tracks. Are you American? That's so funny. <laughs> Do you have, um, is there a lot of like kids from your school that are like in England for this like, uh, I don't even know, what is it? Uh, a br- study abroad or whatever? Yeah, in, in England, yeah. I have like six friends in London right now. So I was actually there this last weekend and then I'm going there again tomorrow, which is why I we could only record this day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Where are you... Not to dox yourself, but like where? <laughs> I'm like in the well. I'm not going to dox myself. So I'm like in the Midlands, gotcha. um, near Leicester, like the middle of the country. Okay. Um, cool. and there's only one other person from my university here. You have to go to um Manchester and relive all the old Dan and Phil days. No, right? <laughs> I was thinking about that. I'm I'm not super close to Manchester, but close enough. I wanted to go to I wanted to go to Wales and and go see a Wrexham game, but I, I feel like say. I feel like that's, that's really going to be impossible to get tickets to. Yeah, apparently they're really hard to get tickets to. Yeah, are they just so popular now because of the boys? Probably. They also just have a devoted like fan, fan base. base, like hometown fan base. Yeah, they've got a, like the t- the town like owns the team. The town loves the team. Yeah. yeah, but when I was in London, there was an Arsenal match that night or something. So everybody getting off the train behind me was like already piss ass drunk and chanting. <laughs> it was like that's awesome. I think the it tube. was like seven p.m. I was like, no, not even the tube, like the train, like the inter- the national train. <laughs> that's even better. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, there's a Wrexham game going on right now, I think. Um, oh, my oh, God. Yeah, I think my parents right. are going to be in the UK in April. They're taking their, their big trip in April. So tell them to come see me. Around. Oh, my God. Link up. <laughs> yeah. Tell them to come see me. <laughs> I'll take them to the pub. I'll buy them around. Like, Hell, yes. yeah. Dude, your parents would love that. Like, are you joking? Yeah. <laughs> I love Amanda's parents. They're the best. Like, me and her mom one morning just spent, like, an hour just like talking she's great i love your mom <laughs> eating pancakes just talking yeah making me a cup of coffee <laughs> all right everybody welcome to the luck we had a shameless recap podcast it's the international edition because we're not all in the states anymore no more <laughs> we're global we're global <laughs> we're global we're taking over <laughs> we are your global hosts my name is amanda i'm evan and I'm Lena. I posted a video on TikTok the other day talking about Grey's Anatomy and somebody commented on it. I was listening to this wondering where have I heard that voice and then I remembered I listened to your podcast like on a loop. I was like, <laughs> hello? <laughs> That's really funny. I love it. God, this one, season five is so fucking good, guys. I like when I did the notes for this one, I was like, God damn it. This episode is so good. Mm-hmm. This one it's is really good. Very good. Oh, uh, like we we are big enough to admit that there are episodes of of shameless that are bad actually um this isn't one of them i feel Mm -mm. like i feel like this one i always forget that this one is so good and then the next one in comparison feels like filler to me yeah 509 feels like yeah like total filler to me um but i'm sure when i rewatch it for the podcast i'm gonna be like no wait why did i say that like (laughs) (laughs) like this we always find little things we find little things to love about the episodes yeah because uh, this one is 508 Uncle Carl. It uh, We're almost, hey, 
I'll probably have this edited and up by the time that is the anniversary of this episode, March eighth, two thousand fifteen. Oh my god, that's crazy! And that'll be eight years. Eight years. Wow. Eight, eight years since season five, guys. God, where uh, the time goes? Because season <laughs> this was around when I got into the show. Oh yeah. Oh, I think because I watched the end of season five live. Oh wow! Juicy I know it was a, a evil, evil time to join. <laughs> Hard. Um, speaking of eight years ago, freaking Isadore just like posted the other day that it was her ten yeah. year anniversary of Svetlana. Oh yeah, I was and like, that's crazy. Dress. I and know. That, yeah, her purple number. <laughs> she was so teeny tiny. She was a teeny tiny lady. She was really small. How old is she? she- well, it was before she had her first kid. She was in her 20s when she started, right? Mm-hmm. But then yeah. she was pregnant for real in season five. Yeah. and But she was not pregnant for real in season four. No, no. that was no. a fake baby bump. You no, the tell. surrogacy oh, yeah. they wrote in because she was just actually pregnant. I yeah. love just being able to tell when they like put a baby bump on person and when they're actually pregnant because you can actually feel like you can actually see like the weight and like the bearing down of actually being pregnant versus someone just having like a five pound freaking like yeah. stuffing on yeah. their tummies. Well, it also I feel like you can also tell just based on how it's like worked into the plot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah. like if it's if they're pregnant at like a really really inconvenient time, then it makes sense. Although, wasn't when V got pregnant, wasn't Shinola pregnant? Yeah, 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 with her kids mm-hmm. or her first. I, I wonder if that was just like they were like they probably ended up wanting to give V a baby. And yeah, they were probably like, like it's time. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like in like in Friends, they had finally established that Monica couldn't have kids and then Courtney Cox got pregnant and they had to hide the pregnancy. Oh, yeah. So, like, we just yeah. went through I remember seeing thing. like an editing thing of that of just like every shot was like only like a center well, shot like, or like yeah, she was they're holding like, something in front of herself <laughs> at all times. Big bag, pillow on the lap. I saw something like um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine when Amy uh when melissa fumero was pregnant for real they had like amy fake baby in jail like her her going undercover in jail is like a pregnant prisoner she yeah. was really pregnant and then but before that like before she really really started a show they would just have like dress her in these like loose ass outfits have her hold like huge tote bags and stuff <laughs> and they like honestly that. i didn't even notice because I feel like it's such an Amy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they did that for, I always freaking forget her, the actress's name, but the girl who played Lily on How I Met Your Mother, I think. Oh, yeah. They did, they, yeah. She she was really pregnant, actually pregnant for one, and then there was another one where they just, like, didn't film a close-up shot for her for, like, literally, like, yeah. a whole season because yeah. she That's was pregnant. That's the sitcom staple. Mm-hmm. It's the sitcom staple of, they like, big bag, it. plant, like, laundry the to- basket. The tote bag yeah. at an angle. Was it, yeah. I feel like there was, an, there's, like, a specific, like, screenshot. I know we're getting so sidetracked, but there's, like, a specific screenshot it. of, like... This one sitcom where, like, the lady has, like, a big bag and she's just, like, turning at every screen. And for some reason, I cannot remember what TV show it was. Because it was one... a show I watched that I didn't realize until afterwards that I was like, oh, she was pregnant. One show New that girl? made up. No, I didn't I watch, I didn't say, watch well, New Well, one girl. show that made up, like, the perfect excuse, but the actress was not pregnant was Jess's jury duty storyline in New Girl. Yeah. That was hilarious. Wait, she wasn't pregnant? I thought that's why they did that storyline. I don't think so. I don't think Zoe Deschanel has kids. No, I think she has kids. She's married to a property brother. Oh my god, she does have kids. <laughs> yeah, I think it's with the property brother. Yeah, she has a kid. That's why the jury duties. That's yeah, why but I came on the show. I didn't. I thought they got married like kind recently. of recently. She had a she had a previous husband. 
Okay. It was the one they she. It was the one she did the singing with. They had like that album together. She might have had two previous husbands. What are the property brothers' names? Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I saw this one thing when they were like, it was like someone yeah, talking no, about. They started dating. How long? Wait. Yeah, they started dating in 2020. Oh. And so she's. <laughs> this feels like Zoe Deschanel. T. Um, no, she's she has two ex husbands. Yeah. So damn um, third marriage. Well, she's not married to him. I don't oh. think. Property brother, she isn't married to. I don't think she is. No, they're just dating. Anyway, we love when shows write in pregnancies. We love uh, the lore. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in this episode, maybe this episode was so good because um, it's women, women everywhere. Um, because it was written. Speaking of Grey's Anatomy, written by Christopher Vernoff, uh, fourth of eight shameless episodes. She wrote five hundred three. May I trim your hedges? Five. Or, sorry, three hundred three. May I trim your hedges? 309, Frank the Plumber. 502, I'm the Liver. This one. 603, the F Word. 703, Home Sweet Homeless Shelter. 708, You Sold Me the Laundromat, remember? Uh, 803, God Bless Her Rotting Soul. She, all of her episodes are so undeniably funny. Which one? Yeah. What was 803? Like, she is a comedian. 803, God Bless Her Rotting Soul. Um, Was this? Is that the one when they're digging up Monica? With the meth when they dig, yeah. Okay. I think when the guy's like, where's, where's well, because 802 is where's my meth. Yeah. So I think it's 803. It's the aftermath of what happens there. Yeah. That episode is so good. Those so eight, good. Season eight, juicy. Kind of slayed. Kind of slayed for the first part Amanda, at least. I'm so excited And then season nine, season nine, not good. Not good. Not good. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone is like too. They were just, Ugh. I think they were just burnt out. And then Emmy was like, I'm leaving. And Cameron was, I was like, I am out. also leaving, but then I'm coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but Christopher Vernoff was also a writer on st- is was also a writer on Station Nineteen and Grey's Anatomy. I think she just left. Um, she was also a producer on those shows. I have so many things to say about the Meredith Grey last Grey's Anatomy episode, but you could see them on my TikTok. I, those were my thoughts. Um, this episode was directed by Wendy Stansler. This is her first of two Shameless episodes she directs, which are this one and Six O Five Refugees. Uh, she also directed three episodes of Glee, oh my God. four episodes of Parks and Rec, one episode of Dispatches from Elsewhere, and many other one-episode runs and other shows. She's prolific. Women. <laughs> we love women. Women everywhere. And in this episode. Wait. Sorry. What? So sorry. Before we start. Jeremy Allen White SAG Awards? <gasps> SAG, SAG Award I forgot. I was like, what else do we need to talk about? I didn't know the SAG Awards were on until you me texted either. me that. Until they happened and he won. Yes. And I was like, wait, juicy, what? Juicy arms, Also, I dude. guess answer from our um, our Dumois, Addison, and Jeremy rumor that went around. He thanked her in his speech again. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Dumas full of shit. We already knew. Yeah. That, but that's just kind of confirmation that they are full of shit. And I feel like his publicity team isn't one of those to be like, all right, shout out your wife so everyone stops talking about to see if you guys are together or not. Like, homeboy's just right? married and does he's not a social internet person. Of course you don't know anything about his goddamn life. We never have and we never will. I also can't with that variety, like, video thing that they did with uh, him and, like, the mesh uh, tank top oh, opening beers. The dude, beers, yeah. With the but beer with the lighter. Like, he's, he's never been a super, like, chronically online personality. So it's like, I mean, he has a publicist, but I can't imagine that he gets into a lot of controversy. <laughs> yeah, he's never had this much, like, 
attention like, attention no yeah even at the height of like shameless like it was never as much of a tour de force as the bear is right now yeah like i've never seen jeremy ever talked about as much as he is now like i feel like cameron and noel mostly got a lot of the recognition when it was popular because they're the easier like kind of like internet niche couple to have like a fan base but i'm yeah. glad for jeremy but like exactly like we don't know nothing about him and we never will <laughs> i love it i think steve howie is doing pretty well too he's got that new tv show yeah, and yeah. shanola no has her show layla just keeps posting pictures of noel with their cat so like. happy for them question mark <laughs> emmy emmy was just on a talk show i saw i think oh, re- yeah? kind of recently she looked great and anybody else no clue what they're doing um at all. i think uh bill macy is up to something i think is he oh what's her face is on the Connors. Still. Well, yeah, but she's always yeah. been. She's been on Ethan's releasing music soon. I saw. <laughs> oh, okay. Ethan. What's What's Christian Isaiah up to? Being yeah, right? a baddie. Because he was he was the realest. He was the realest cast member on that show, and he was only there for like a couple years. So Literally, he was there. Oh, you know what? He was doing um that podcast that that spooky creepy pasta podcast with Cole Sprouts. It's um, oh, okay. I, for, I forget what it's okay, called. Christian. Well, he is also it's... still like a baby. I feel like we always forget that mm-hmm. he's like thirteen. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I forget what it was called, but I heard a lot of it got like a lot of like awards and stuff like that. So like it's based off of like I think a creepy pasta, like a creepy Reddit story, and then they turned it into like um like a a novel podcast. I don't know how those work, but it's basically like a story like a storybook where there's actors and like famous people playing and voicing the characters but i think cole sprouse is like the narrator misha collins has a narrative podcast like Mm. that called bridgewater oh nice that's really cool but yeah that was our cast minute i'm done interrupting yeah (laughs) all right guys i forgot we have an episode that was our what's the cast up to minute (laughs) (laughs) okay so in this episode uh the synopsis is gus tells fiona he's going on tour Carl is asked to run drugs to Indiana. Frank wants to get revenge on Sammy. Limp convince, li, li, Lip convinces Kev to sell drugs at the dorms. And Ian refuses to accept his diagnosis. I thought it was Michigan. Is it Indiana? I think it's Indiana. The synopsis said Indiana. Oh, that's weird. I thought it was Michigan because every time I watch the episode, every time I watch the episode, I'm like, oh my God, Michigan, I know her. <laughs> I copy and pasted this from IMDb. So this is Oh, I, might just yeah, be I bet it was just wrong. Yeah. The previously on is done by Mickey walking down the block going, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this time what you missed on Shameless. Next time, I'll break both, both of your fucking kneecaps, okay? He's so funny because he's not intimidating. Doesn't he <laughs> do the, like, at the end, like he, the wave off? Yeah. Like the limp wrist wave off. <laughs> yeah, real. <laughs> uh, previously on Shameless, Fiona admitted to cheating on her husband. Lip didn't do his financial aid and is underwater at school. Ian had to go to the hospital and it freaked Mickey the fuck out. Kevin V are separating. Svetlana moved in and is performing wifely duties on <laughs> Kev. Sammy has taken over the Gallagher's house and shot Frank. She's gone certifiable. Yay, 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 yay. <laughs> baddie but i hate her that like like slay but also okay (laughs) in this episode ian wakes up in the hospital that he was in in the last episode okay yellow lighting and he's pacing around his room frank everybody's waking up 
Frank wakes up in the boys' bedroom at the Gallagher house, and Sammy comes in extra cheery, saying that Ian is coming home today. Carl tells Frank that he should just kill Sammy, but Frank doesn't want to go to jail. And he also educates Carl on the difference between a skank bitch and a fucking psychopath. And Sammy is a fucking psychopath. True that. And then Carl leaves to deal drugs on a Saturday morning. His hustle. (laughs) With them khakis on. (laughs) Meanwhile, Ian and Amanda are in, you know, Lip. Meanwhile, Lip and Amanda are in the middle of fucking, like, fully nude on his bed in his room. Uh, when her lesbian roommate comes banging on the dorm room door, because we are once again villainizing a lesbian, isn't she like isn't Amanda? I love like you, isn't it? But isn't Amanda you. like I ho- I let her go down on me like once or like a couple yeah. times, yeah. and we yeah. made out, and now she's and like now she's in love it's with like, me. Yeah. Well, it's like Amanda, why'd you agree to that then? Yeah. <laughs> why did you like? Why did you say yes then? And it's then you're her and fault. then you're surprised when she has feelings for you. Like I, like I know she was kind of acting like a little crazy, knocking on the door like that. But come on, uh, because it's the lesbian's fault, obviously. Always, obviously, duh. of course. Uh, Amanda and Lip agree to let Lip. Amanda agrees to let. God, <laughs> did I have a stroke? Amanda <laughs> agrees to let Lip use her car if she can hide under his bed, and then they keep fucking because she hasn't come yet. Which I love that it's iconic. He he goes to stop and be like, okay, let's go on with the day. She's like, no, 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 I haven't come yet. Finish. She's everything. <laughs> oh, Debbie. Okay. She's learning moves in the boxing gym. Moves. She's picking up some new moves. <laughs> she's picturing Monica's face as she beats the bag because she's worried about Ian and all the fucked up jeans Monica has passed to him. Ian com- or Derek compares like the jeans they got from Monica for bi- for bipolar disorder to the fact that his dad has hemorrhoids and now he has hemorrhoids. That is not genetic, Derek. No, <laughs> that is not okay. genetic. You just need to improve your diet. Above the alibi, V wakes up in the converted rub and tug, and she tries to masturbate, but then she sees a rat and throws her vibrator at it. Girl, better sanitize that. <laughs> I'm sure she will. She's sex positive. She is. But the rat has like a trap caught on its tail and it's just running around. Oh, yeah. Isn't there a scene where they like wa- they're washing their sex toys in the dishwasher? Washing their sex toys in the dishwasher? I think there's a scene where like Kev is like loading their sex toys in the dishwasher or something. I don't know. I just had a vague memory. Oh, it might be early. I feel like it's kind of- it's it's um Ethel is unloading the dishwasher and oh. she starts unloading some of the toys and Kev like <laughs> freaks out or something. Oh my I god. I love my tiny brain. I like I don't know how I pulled that way out of the back brain, but it <laughs> I just I love your tiny brain. Oh my god. But yeah, she throws her vibrator at the rat and she's like up on the bed just away from the rat. Meanwhile, Carl is at work talking to his boss. He's being promoted from drug slinger to drug runner. He's being sent to Flint, Michigan. Oh, so you're right. Yeah. Lip and Fiona meet in the waiting room of the hospital to pick Ian up, and they're having, like, Monica flashbacks. And he asks, you still married? And she goes, I'm not sure. And she says, Gus is silent, and I'm not good with silence. And Lip says that's because silence in our house usually means someone stopped breathing. Real. 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 Um, Gus is apparently going on tour for a while with his band, and Fiona asks Lip about tuition, and he's like, I got an idea. Don't worry about it. And she's like, is this an idea that can land you in jail? And he said, I have an idea. 
Didn't didn't he just like shrug? Like, but it was really silly. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> she was like, I don't want to know. <laughs> then they go back. They get called back to say they can meet up with Ian. And Lip goes, I thought Mickey'd be here. And Fiona goes, Yeah, I didn't. What the fuck? He was here last time. I yeah. Yeah, but he was pretty shaken up. I mean, I don't know why she's acting mad, but, like, I would also assume that he maybe wasn't going to come. But, like, they they make Fiona hate Mickey for no reason. Like, he showed up. He was there. And he was shaken by it. And then she's like, I didn't expect him to come back. Girl, what? Yeah, I think maybe she's kind of assuming the worst. And she's just kind of assuming that he's, now that it's, like, finally real to him, he's going to bail. <clears throat> mm. Ugh. Because, I just, because I mean, like, other other people, ha- like, have, you know, with them. So I feel like that's kind of what, she, like, she's projecting onto him. But then once yeah. he sticks around, she warms back up to him. Uh, the, what we could have had if the writers didn't make Fiona hate Mickey for no reason. Uh, they could have been besties. Okay. Mickey is at home in bed smoking. Uh, he gets out of, the, remember, the house is, like, empty. I think Iggy might still be there occasionally. Mickey gets out of bed to get a six pack of beer and gets back in bed. He's sad. He's, he's so upset. sad. And he's got nobody. Like he's devastated and he's got nobody. And it's so dark and gloomy in that house. They make you feel him, his sadness. In the psychiatrist's office, Fiona and Lip get, get Ian's bipolar diagnosis and she tells him, she tells them that he's resisting it and they have to carefully supervise him with his meds. And they have to get him to the clinic in a week to get him a proper prescription. Don't they... Okay, isn't it like they only give... Since they're kind of like a flight risk or whatever with it, they only give them like a week's prescription at a time? Yeah. yeah. They're like, here's a week's worth. Get him to a clinic within a week to get a proper prescription. Yeah. But then even the prescription, like the proper prescription, I think they have to pick it up more frequently because the meds are just like more... I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That might not be true. I might be lying. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if, like, an antipsychotic is a controlled substance. Like, I don't know. But I do know, doesn't he take it, like, three times a day or something? Yeah. His specific meds. like breakfast, meds. lunch, and dinner. Yeah his, spe- yeah, his specific meds he takes three times a day. Yeah, there's a lot of them for just a week's worth of pills. Yeah. Because he, well, I mean, we'll see what he does with them later. <laughs> yeah. But- so Ian comes in the room and Cam actually does look like better from the last couple of episodes. He looks more rested and less strung out. Like he's got more color in his cheeks. Okay, makeup yeah. department. I know he looks right? aware. He was not aware in the last like three episodes. Yeah. Uh, Kev comes up to the pumping station and checks in with the ladies uh, and, sees the, and sees the same rat that V saw earlier and has the same reaction that V had. He jumps up on a, ta- on a chair and screams like a little girl. Big scary Kev jumps up on a chair because of the rat. And like, I want to say the pace of this episode is really fucking wild. Like, we, we're only 10 minutes in to the episode and we've had 15 scenes. I love like, it. Let's keep it moving. No, I love <laughs> a fast paced episode. Sometimes it just gets too, like, slow. Okay. In the Gallagher kitchen, <laughs> Sammy is dressing Frank's gunshot wound, which has become infected. It's nasty. It's, it's gnarly been a good looking. Day. Yeah. It's been she like, explained- no, it's been like two days. Like, what? Mm. She explains to Chucky that she shot Frank to teach him fatherly responsibilities. That she's training him like a dog who won't stop shitting on the floor. I think that's a good metaphor for Frank. They smell the same. True. 
They do. Ian comes home with Fiona and Lip and Debbie and with Ian comes home with Fiona and Lip and Debbie and Liam run up to him and hug him. And Debbie goes, totally Monica. Girl, shut Yeah, because doesn't he just immediately, he's like, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm tired. Like, I want to yeah. go Yeah, down. he like doesn't reciprocate the hug. Like, he's like, totally Monica. Bitch. Shut the fuck up. And so Fiona says she's moving back in and Sammy loses her shit because if Fiona moves back into the house, which she has a, f- a fucking name on the lease, bit, you fucking psychopath bitch. And then Sammy's like, well, if Fiona moves back, I'm going to get kicked out. Yeah. Duh. Yes, you are. Because this isn't your house. You're squatting yeah. right now, girlfriend. She tries to scare Fiona about Gus going on the road and cheating on her. That's so funny because she's like, I already did it first. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then Frank is like, "What? Hold on, married? You're married? He can't wrap his head around the fact that Fiona's married. He, he's just finding out this information. Isn't he mad that he didn't get invited? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, and pissed. I wasn't even there. Like, don't worry, you'll be at the next one. Uh, D- uh, Fiona gives Debbie Ian's meds and the instructions on how he needs to take them. Why would she give those to a 14 year old? I know, right. she, I know, she has to go to work, but like, why, 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 why?" Yeah. Would she trust a fourteen-year-old with that? Yeah, I would trust. Like, I would trust Sammy over that, or over yeah. Debbie with that. I mean, maybe not, but it's just like <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> and then, and then she gets like kind of surprised when things go wrong. I don't. She doesn't get mad at Debbie or anything, but she leaves them unattended because Debbie does wrong later in the episode. <laughs> Debbie does leave them unattended. Yeah. Shameless continues its subtle Dunkin' Donuts product placement with the travel mug in Fiona's hand. Elite. Like, this show is so subtly sponsored by Dunkin'. It's so funny. So elite. Dunkin's the best. God, I love the subtle Pop-Tart brand every now and then, too. <laughs> right, because this is a family that does not buy name brand food. Yeah, because they've had they had the, the Frosted Toasties, which are the Aldi name brand, which is what I eat. And then they've had, like... Pop tarts, and I was like, mm, "You guys did not splurge an extra two bucks for these strawberry pop tarts." <laughs> like, be for real. There's only be- like eight in there. <laughs> um, Lip goes to the alibi to tell Kev that he's like, "Listen, I need money fast for school. I want to do the ice cream truck without the ice cream. I live in a dorm room that is a forever ice cream truck. Let's go sell weed in my dorm room." Yeah, because doesn't Kev still grow, but he only grows enough for, like, he only has, like, two plants or something or three plants. Yeah, just for, like, them and a couple friends. After the the grow house got a little crazy. Yeah. Because Kev even resists. He's like, oh, man, I don't know. I got kids. And Lip's like, yeah, you need money, don't you? And Kev's like, well, you got me there. You got the fucking point, actually. He agrees. And he hands the bar over to Kermit. He's like, hey, Kermit, can you hold down the bar till V gets in for the day? And Kermit is nervous, but says yes. Kermit's like, fucking sure. I would trust Kermit. <laughs> I would. Well, I, would trust Kermit. I would trust Kermit over Tommy any day. But we do see any what happens day. at the end of the episode with Kermit being in charge. <laughs> Carl comes into the room with a sleeping Ian, and he asks Ian, what does it feel like to be crazy? Cause, and then Carl admits, he's like, well, I dream about flying and about pushing people in front of the train. And Ian's like, that that's not that's not this. That's not what this is. I love I love when Carl is like genuinely like innocent and like interested in things, because like even though he is like dumb as bricks, like he's always like he's like always asking questions. I love him. What a great. Yeah, man. he's inquisitive. He's stupid, but he's inquisitive. <laughs> 
Uh, v and Fiona finally connect out front while V is walking the girls. And she tells Fiona about her date with not that Eddie Murphy because she's not sure if she will go. And then we, Shameless brings in even more lesbians to villainize and make the bad guys of the neighborhood. Because remember how that plot next door to the Gallagher's was sold? It was oh, bought by lesbians. What's their name? Lisa and Lisa? Yeah. 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 That one, the one of the Lisas is like, she's she's from like an old like either Disney or Nickelodeon show or something. Um, I'll look name. real quick. Keep keep talking. I'll look real quick. The dark brown haired Lisa. The yeah. taller one. The one that she speaks to Fiona and says that they're turning the plot next door into a community garden. And if you want to buy into it so that you can also be part of the community garden, it'll be a simple $2,000 down payment. Jesus. Um, and also, can you get rid of your pool? Will you get rid of your pool, please? And uh, Fiona and V are like, okay, yeah, go fuck yourself. And they just walk off. Uh, in the house, Frank is once again observing Chucky, just watching him. Yeah? She was in Wizards of Waverly Place for one episode. She was Mother Nature. Oh, my I God. I feel like she was in the like, um, Declassified or something. Uh, I don't see anything. There was a there was a recast, though. Like, so Lisa won. What's that won. Lisa's name? Yeah, there was a Jenica recast. Jenica right. Berger. Is that dark she's, haired or And she's the taller one. And then there was a recast um, from Lily Holloman to Lee Stark. What's the girl's name? Jenna what? Jenica, J-E-N-I-C-A, Berger, B-E-R-G-E-R-E. Sorry. Okay. I'm so sidetracked right now. Well, but I'm also so curious. Yeah. So in the house, Frank is once again observing Chucky, just watching him. And Carl tries to get Frank to go with him on the drug run, but Sammy's like, no, actually, I have plans for Frank today. And she leaves the room and tells Carl to put the, and she leaves the room and Frank tells Carl, put the drugs on Chucky, because Carl, you look like a criminal, but no cop is going to stop Chucky. And he was smart as fuck to say that, because that's like yeah. kind of true. I feel yeah. like if, if, because... Okay, doesn't Frank call in a tip or something? He does. Yeah, we see I that think, later. I think if Frank had not called in that tip, they would not have gotten caught. Yeah. No, yeah, because they wouldn't have brought in the sniffers. No, exactly. All right, and now we're going into the part where Mickey is ignoring Ian's calls. And I have things to say. This is the show trying to paint Mickey as a bad boyfriend who's ignoring Ian in his hour of need. But Mickey in the last week has been cheated on. Had his baby stolen by his boyfriend having a manic break. Mm -hmm. Had to check said boyfriend into the hospital for a 72-hour hold. Visited that boyfriend and got looked past like he didn't even exist when he was trying so hard to be there for him. To the point of kicking Svetlana and their kid out of the house because Ian is the one he wanted there. And he is alone in that house with no support system. Give a bitch a break. Yeah, I don't know if it's them trying to, like, purposefully depict him as, like, a bad partner. I think it's more just, like, this is true to Mickey's character is to, like, kind of hide and drink and smoke until he is, like, drawn out by something, you know? Because mm -hmm. he, he is the type to, like, retreat from conflict, uh, like, like interpersonal conflict, not, like, violence. Um, and this has happened many times before until someone usually ian actually goes to him 
and snaps him out of it. I mean, it was Mandy in season four and then it's Debbie this episode. Like he always just needs somebody to walk in and be like, hey, you know what the right thing to do is. Stop fucking pitying yourself. That's true. That's true. I just I get very But the way the way boy. that they talk <laughs> about him as a character, the way the way that other characters talk about him and the way that people like in production sometimes talk about him definitely does lean toward that way. Yeah. But I'm like it is this is very in line with his characterization and his habits. He does tend to do yeah. this. <laughs> and Ian, so Ian calls Mickey, Mickey ignores the call while Mickey's like playing with an airsoft gun. At work, we see Sean for the first time in, like, three episodes, I think. And Fiona is filling him in on everything with Ian and Gus. And she says she keeps waiting for the fight and fuck. (sighs) And he's like, what? She's like, yeah, you know, you have a really big fight and then you fuck and then you're over it. And Poor girl. Sean's like, huh? Sean's like, like, that's not a thing that normal people do. (laughs) Well, Sean's like, Sean's like, that sounds kind of good to me. (laughs) Not going (laughs) to He tells her that silence from a man like Gus usually means the relationship is over. And he advises her, if you would like to keep this relationship, get on your knees and beg him like a dog not to go. And he, she calls him a dick and gets back to work. But why was he kind of right? Yeah, I'm like, but why was he right, though? Because Fiona, you are the one who fucked up. You fucked up so bad. You 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 broke the number one rule of fucking up. You did up. the worst thing possible, and you're that like, you oh could my do. god, oh my god, poor <laughs> me. After Why is he talking to me? You cheated on him. Ah, <sighs> of course he's hurt. Not only did you cheat on him, you then proceeded to go to his apartment, spend the night with him, have sex with him, and then tell him the next day. Yeah, at least she Girl. told him. But like, my god. Also, it's been two days. At home, Carl makes Chucky get in the van while he straps him up with drugs. And he's like, why are you taping horse to my tummy? Chucky asks. And Carl says, because I'm your uncle and you're my niece and you do what I say. He's, he's so funny. Inside, Debbie is texting Derek like the stupid fucking teenager she is while Ian wanders downstairs and fucks with all of his meds. Debbie, do your fucking job. Girl, you had one responsibility. Why didn't she just take them into her room with her or something? Or keep them on the table in front of her. Like, on your person. Like, yeah. I don't know. (sighs) Busy texting. Dude, this reminds me of when when she was in season four when she used to text Maddie. And then it would be like, that one text that they showed where it was like, who's your what's your favorite band and then hers is like marina and the diamonds and he's like mine is nine inch nails <laughs> oh my god i remember she that no because most- maddie is such a nine inch nails guy she likes the most basic kind of guy in the dorms kev or lip lets kev into a dorm where a kid had tried to kill himself um because there are too many people in and out of lips room so he's like nobody comes in this room i'm the only one with the key a kid tried to kill himself in here so now nobody lives here isn't the noose still hanging from the ceiling or no, something? No, they say that he, they, like, make a joke that he was, like, he tried to, like, hang himself with a belt from, like, the vent, and he was too, like, fat. He was so too he fat, just, like, yeah. broke and it. And it broke, and it broke, and they said that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he literally lived just nonchalant, and he was, like, yeah, he was too big, so he, like, snapped it and just broke it. Oh, my God. And, like, I think, like, Kev goes, he was, like, did he survive? And he was, like, just some bruising. <laughs> it's so bad. I hate the show. Oh. Uh. So Kev uh, misses his girls, and he's like, you mind if I call Svet, check in on them? Um, 
And Lip's like, I don't care. So Svet is doing jazzercise with Yiv strapped to her chest while she's drinking a beer. It's so cute. And he, he asks her to help cover the bar with V while she has the babies. And Svet's like, that's dumb. I'll just babysit. And then hangs up before he can respond. I love her. She's a productive woman. She knows what she wants and can do what she wants. She's a fucking icon. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. But no one tells V about this. Nope. No, yeah. they don't. V is not in on the plan. That's fine. Kevin lips start rolling joints to hit the frats. And then at the bus station, Chucky and Carl go inside and sit down. And the literal second Carl sees a drug sniffing dog, he ditches Chucky, to, who is just alone with all the heroin. And a fun fact I learned from IMDb, the trivia section, is real drug sniffing dogs won't bark when they found drugs. They'll find the drugs and then sit, quietly sit next to them. They'll like sit in the spot. Or they yeah, like they, they like don't alert bring awareness. They're yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's like, so funny. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say Chucky just sitting there going, Uncle Carl? Uncle Carl? <laughs> um, the t- in not the most recent episode of The Last of Us, but The Last of Us, the last episode of that one, um, they used they had a dog that could smell if you were infected or not. And that was Ooh. cool. And they they did exactly that. The dog would like sit in front if they were infected. Yeah. Because, yeah, I guess in real life that would, like, scare somebody off if they that had so, or, like, the like dog, if, dog just sitting there. The dog's or if it's, a public, and if it's a public place as well, like, they don't want to cause a disturbance. They want to, like, address it as quietly as like possible. suddenly just be like, that guy. We go to the hospital. Frank and Sammy are waiting for Frank to get checked out for his infected arm. And the doctor calls him Frequent Flyer Frank. Oh, and in the beginning of the scene, Frank is coming back, like, from the bathroom. He's like, sorry, had to take a shit. And the doctor asks, how did you get shot? And Sammy lies about him cleaning his gun. And the doctor's like, hmm, okay, that sounds impossible, but all right. That is so funny also because I feel like Frank legally cannot have a gun, question mark. I don't think he's a felon, but I think he's got enough on his back. I think he's got enough. Is he a felon? I think so. He's Probably not a from, felon. He's, he's not. not a felon, but I think he's, he's got he's got enough on his background check that they would probably reject him. Fiona is the only felon in the family. I can't until Ian gun. Yeah, because I have you? my me- yeah because I have my medical marijuana card. Oh, in the state of Maryland, if you have your card, you cannot own a firearm. And I was like, that's weird, but like I wasn't looking to buy yeah, a gun I wasn't anytime soon on it, but, ever. Yeah. <laughs> But, but now that, that I know like, I can't, I'm yeah, kind of mad. Yeah, but now that I can't, I, I think I'm going to get one. <laughs> We're getting politically charged. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding, everybody. I love that. Jokes, jokes, jokes. Actually, one of the things I love about England is that there are no guns. Yep. Wreck and roll. In the ball house, uh, V is there because it's her time with the girls. So she's sleeping in the bed and she wakes up and uh, to someone going down on her, she thinks it's Kev. Uh, it's not. It's Svetlana, because Svetlana is a good wife. And, like, I don't know if we... I don't know. Is she... Okay, listen. I know... Isn't she, like, basically sexually assaulting them? Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I, with... I, didn't want to, I don't know. Like, yes, like, but, like... Like, with Kev, with Kev, you could argue that there was, like, miscommunication between, like, what is wifely duties. Mm-hmm. But yeah. with V, straight up, she didn't yeah. know shit about shit. Yeah. yeah. But then they have a conversation yeah. and they're like fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like obviously yeah. like it ends up being like talked about and then like a two person thing. But I don't know. When I first watched this episode, I was like, 
hmm, because yeah. I feel like we've been in a situation and the tone's been very different and we've looked at this negatively. So I was just like, yeah, come on, shameless. Come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I really find it like funny. In yeah, general. not saying like like their funny. whole their whole situation until they actually become like a thruple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like this whole like weird situation, I don't know that I totally found funny in the first place because to me it was like Kev cheating the first yeah. time. Yeah. But she she wait she's like, why the fuck is Svetlana going down on me? And she goes, are you kidding? I'm not gay. And Svetlana goes, what is gay? This is not about love. This is about oral manipulation of sex organs for stress relief. No stress is good for bond with babies. Tongue is tongue, no? And, like, I would watch 15 <laughs> seasons of The Thruple, actually. But, like, seeing, like, the gears in, like, V's head turn, she's like, you, you kind of make it some like, point. you make a point. Like, yes. Well, and then she's also yeah. like, did I mean it when I said I wasn't gay? <laughs> yeah. She's like, you know what? I'm already halfway there. Just keep going. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, at college, Kev and Lip are selling and selling and selling to these frat bros, and Kev is having a blast having the college experience he never got. Goals. At, yep. At home, Debbie is finally looking up from her fucking phone long enough to notice that all of Ian's meds are gone, you dumb bitch. She's so stupid. She had one job. One job. Meanwhile, Ian is outside being confronted by a friendly, quote-unquote, Karen, Asking when are they going to take the pool down? And he, it's so funny. He's like, well, I'm coming down off some heavy lithium right now. Maybe in an hour or two. It is so funny that she thought he would know shit about shit. Like, <laughs> like she came up and she was like, this is the guy to talk to for the house. And it's like, that is a child. Yeah. That was a 17 year old kid. Who and he looked and he looked strung distance. out as fuck. Like, he looks so. Come on. Uh, come on, Lisa. How bad do you want that pool down? Uh, Debbie comes outside and confronts Ian about the pills. And she's like, all of your pills are gone. Did you swallow them? And he's like, no, I didn't swallow them. I flushed them. And she's like, why did you do that? Because you weren't paying attention, Debbie. Um, And he says the meds make him feel awful, like life isn't worth living. And he feels better knowing that they were gone. Mm, Poor guy. That is so sad. Sam and Frank are coming home from the hospital and he commends how much she takes care of Chucky and how good of a mom she is and that he finds it inspiring. And then she immediately gets a phone call that is clearly the police calling about Chucky. (laughs) And we cut to the hospital. Remember back in season three when he's the one that called social services? Mm -hmm. This is the same level of what the fuck, Frank. This one felt kind of deserved, though. Actually, actually, <laughs> poor Chucky. Chucky actually, poor Carl? Chucky. Poor, poor yeah. Chucky. Poor Carl. No, he probably figured that Carl would get away, but but still, but like, seriously, poor Chucky. That was, was he was only... innocent. He might be annoying, yeah. but he was innocent. <laughs> he was coerced. Like, obviously, it's only to get back at Sammy. But I'm like, literally, Carl. Like, that's a lot of drugs that Frank knew that was on them too. Like, come on, yeah. boy. Didn't they try yeah. to get Chucky deemed? unfit to stand trial they tried yeah they because he, he has he like no iq disabled. yeah yeah because they gave him like an iq test and they're like mm-hmm. honey you scored bad and she's like that means great <laughs> things actually like that's so good he was like okay i know he's like watching like a vi- like a video on the phone or something like that with like the i forget like the their attorney whatever anyways okay uh, we cut to the hospital when Frank was allegedly taking a shit, but was actually calling in a tip about the drugs. And Sammy doesn't know this, but goes ballistic on the phone with the police 
And then Frank, while she's busy, just like goes up to someone and bums the smoke off of them. And he's like, wow, that seems bad, that phone call. At work, Fiona is still talking through the Gus thing with Sean. And he says that it's complicated for him because he clearly still has feelings for her. And he tells her, stop sitting on your ass and make a decision. Tell him it's over and cut him loose or fucking fight for him. Like, make up your fucking mind. That's good advice. Uh, it sucks that he was, like, pining over her, but he did kind of, like, give her a lot of reality checks. Yeah, that's good advice. And I honestly do respect him for being like, um, I still have feelings for you. So take everything I say kind of with a grain of salt. Like, yeah. you know, just being like, don't just do so, it for me. Like, like I, res- I respect his honesty. Yeah. Uh, Debbie interrupts all of this by coming in crying, like weeping. Dramatic you know, I ass. I everything up. I ruined everything. Dude, Emma Kenny was a world-class crier. <laughs> Actually, every time Debbie needed to cry, she delivered. And she's like, it's all my fault. Yes, it wa- it is your fault, actually. This was your job to prevent from happening, and you didn't do it. And back at school, Lip ca- counts up all the cash and tries to put a $6,000 payment towards his $13,000 balance. But the guy in the financial aid office is reluctant to take the payment in cash or a payment at all that isn't the whole balance. Which is supremely fucked. Like, colleges have payment plans. Like, why is this a, why is this a fight that has to get fought? The cash thing, I do get, though. But, but if that was the case, Lip could have just deposited the cash and gotten a check. Yeah. But even then, it's like, psh, whatever. He tells Lip, why don't you take a semester off and save your money and come back with your financial aid and some extra spending money? And then Jeremy delivers, babe. SAG Award. SAG Award winner. SAG he Award prob- winning Jeremy. I don't know if he'll like- win an Emmy, but he probably could win an Emmy. Uh, we'll see what happens in the says- Bear season two. <laughs> oh, I'm excited for that. He says if he leaves... He won't come back. That Ian was just diagnosed with bipolar disorder and not being home to help him is killing him. And that if Lip is not in school right now, if he goes home to help, he will never come back to school. That home life will eat him alive and not let him go. And he's right. Like, shout out to Homeboy for being, like, aware of that, too. Because so many people don't know that, like... Well, like, I'm not saying, like, they don't know. Like, people don't know that, like... I don't know. They need to be somewhere versus where they think they should be. And then the way it all just kind of like crumbled in front of us in season six. (sighs) Sad. He makes a beautiful point. He's like, I've been told that if I stay at school and make something of myself, I can help my family in a real way. So I can't go home right now because I'll never come back here and do the thing that's supposed to actually help us. He's like, I'm going to keep showing up and making these payments. I'm going to count them out and that'll be my part. And your part will be patience. I hope. I just need a little more time. He's given one week to come up with $7,000. We cut to Debbie and Fiona at a pharmacy trying to get Ian's meds refilled, but they don't have a prescription. And Fiona says to the woman, quote, I understand that is the official rule, but you know these meds are only written for people who do crazy shit like flush their meds down the toilet. So maybe you can refill these instead of giving us the official line. I love the pharmacist here. Officially, I will go to jail if I do that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's so real But I also love her because you can tell she really, really does feel bad. She's like, shit, like, please just come back with the prescription and I will get it taken care of for you today. Yeah. She's like, I just, I will go to prison. Like, I can't do this for you. 
uh, in bed at the ball house, V asks Svet when she fell in love with her kid. And Svet says, there is no falling. Before you have guinea, I was selfish. Now I would die before I let him die. Simple. Complete. And V says she never made that change in her head mentally, but Kev did. And she hates him for making that change. And Svet explains that life is not simple. This or that, black or white. That she should be happy that Kev made the change. That it Because if at least one of them didn't, that's how babies end up in dumpsters. <laughs> so true. I do love them bonding as mothers. It's really nice. I feel like the first time we see V actually connect with like another mother that isn't her own mother. Yep. It's the only other mom in the show. Yeah. At the Gallagher house, Carl is afraid that her bo- his boss will kill him for this, but Frank thinks it's going to be okay. He's like, Why no, do you think he'll that? <laughs> right? It's like, dumb ass. No, it'll be fine. Like, don't <laughs> worry. how drugs work. Well, because it's like, I don't know. Someone went down for it. Like, and it's not getting back. It's not getting, it's not getting back to his cartel. Like, whatever. Fiona comes home with Liam and Debbie and says she's going to talk to Ian about his meds. He's sitting in the yard, staring off into space. And she comes up to him like, flush your pills. You get that's a full Monica move, right? And he insists that he's not Monica. Uh, God, this is such a good scene. He says, I didn't slash my wrists over Thanksgiving dinner. I went for a drive. Fiona's like, you took a fucking baby. Mm -hmm. He's like, I took him for a drive. And yes, it was a really long drive and I didn't plan ahead, but I didn't hurt that baby. I took care of that baby. I fed the baby. I sang to the baby. I love that baby. Oh, he loves that baby so much. So much that after season six, we literally never hear about him with Yevgeny ever literally, again. Literally, he interacts with the baby once in season seven. <laughs> and that is it. I mean, to be fair, Svetlana disappears, so. Yeah. Yeah. But he throws all of Fiona's failures back in her face. And it's like, we didn't, they didn't permanently try to medicate you. And she's like, I went to prison. And he said, I did too. He's not Monica any more than she is. Yeah, because she's Frank. <laughs> yeah, well, it's also like Literally. her thing. Her thing was a substance abuse thing, and she did have to go. She does have to go to NA meetings and stuff. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, dealing with the repercussions from her actions and to and do drug tests and all that stuff. Like, it's different. <laughs> you weren't on any drugs, Ian, <laughs> and that was your problem. And that was your problem yeah. was you were not on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Inside, she she walks in. She's like, hey, where is Debbie? And Frank's like, I don't know. I think she said she was going to buy drugs. Fiona's like, what? <laughs> and you didn't she just like, take off down the street. Yeah. Doesn't she just start running? <laughs> well, she stops. She goes out to find Debbie. She stomps out Frank's joint and she goes out to find Debbie. But she stops with V. And V is all dressed up for her date. And Fiona's like, don't fucking go on that date. If you fuck someone else, you and Kev are fucked forever. And she says, the two of you, I can't handle this if the two of you can't figure your shit out. And V says, go fix your own fucking marriage and stay out of mine. That's so funny, though, because, like, V's all dolled up, like, so excited to greet Fiona. And Fiona's just as, like, immediately, she's like, no, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) And V's like, damn, all right. Because she's like, I can't be your supportive friend anymore. I have to be real and honest with you. Yeah, but V throws her right back at her. She's like, um, stay the fuck out of my marriage. Go deal with your own goddamn marriage. They they both said what they needed to say. Don't get, don't, they said, they said it's, it. Fiona says fine and then, then just starts running down the street. Just starts running. Uh, Go on to the only good thing Debbie does post season four. She busts into the Milkovich house looking for Mickey and finds him naked 
playing a guitar that's not plugged into. He's anything. like playing along to like a song, like just he's like air guitaring with a guitar. He's, yeah, he's, he's like pretending that he is playing. And his little his little booty cheeks, little pu- little booty oh, cheeks. Oh God! Out. Oh, <laughs> this seems so sad, but so funny. She asks him to help her get Ian's meds, and he tries to get Iggy to help. But Iggy's like, you ever met anybody get high on lithium? No? That means I can't fucking get it. I know, who's like, can you get these? People get high on ketamine. Oh yeah, he's like, I could get you I could get you H, special K, crack. He's like, I'll take some fucking crack. He's like, you got money? <laughs> he's like, no. Like, insane. You just want to do crack willy-nilly? <laughs> yeah. I know, he's so, like, he, I don't know, like, I don't want to make well, fun. But, but crack is just, <laughs> well, crack is just coke, though. Yeah, it would be different if he was like, if he was like, meth, can I get some meth? Debbie asked Mickey, when the fuck are you going to come see Ian? And she's like, did you break up or something? And he just says, I'm busy, Peppermint Patty. Go whine at someone who gives a shit. And so she cuts off his music and gives a pretty decent speech. I'm going to give her points for this one. Mm -hmm. Yes, points. She says, Frank used to drink like this. When Monica was around and they would fight, he would angry drink. It never worked. And he always came back to her. You can't drink him away, Mickey. It won't work. She, she just like, walks out. And, and then she was just... like, and then she flipped her hair and walked out. And she, and she <laughs> dropped the mic. <laughs> and he goes back to air guitaring. At her date, V is very clearly stalling going in. But she gets spotted by Eddie, who kisses her right away. And he's charming, like, at first. Uh, but And she says she actually can't do this. She's married. She has twins. And then he goes, she's like, I've got twins, Amy and Gemma. <laughs> this and he goes, hi, Amy. Hi, Gemma. And kisses her tits. <laughs> that part is so Only kept funny. That. <laughs> that part is so funny to me. And she's like, what the fuck? And she leaves. At college, Kev is showing baby pictures off to the college girls who are rolling on the daddy issues absolutely loving it doesn't he do the most like awesome whatever he like walks drunk girls back to their dorms that's just like what his job is now yeah. he's the kind rape of. walker he's the rape walker yeah he just walks them back uh so fiona runs all the way to gus's house and the band is packing up the van the band who knows she cheated and is treating her like it <laughs> And she tells him that she knows he's a good guy and she's an asshole, but she doesn't want this to be over. She says she respects him and she misses him and she just keeps wishing he was there with her during all of the bad shit days. And she's like, can I just have a couple of weeks to sort out Ian and get my shifts covered and then I'll join you on tour. You can't leave You can't leave Ian like that. And he's like, his face, his oh. face falls. It's so funny though, because he's like, mm, you're not coming with us. Also yeah. crazy of the band to like act like that when their literal lead singer is a cheater. Yeah. yeah. Literally the first time. Anybody she, like, remember Davis? <laughs> like Yeah. Ugh. With his live-in girlfriend. Seriously. Gus tells her coming on tour with him is a bad idea and that he needs to get out and think a little and that they both need time. And like he sort of leaves it like they're okay, but she leaves crying. Yeah, I mean, she knows his son. But it's also, like, even if he had said yes, like, Fiona, you can't leave Ian like that. Like, a couple weeks. Come on. And plus, they're in, like, that, like a, like a minivan, not, like, a tour van. Like, there's- Like a van. A van (laughs) van. She's not fitting in there with, like, five other dudes. Fuck out of here. And he even says that. He even says that. He was like, we're gross dudes on the road. You're not coming with us. Yeah. 
cut to Ian in his Ophelia in the lake position, like surrounded by the leaves, like floating, like, you know, the famous art piece, Ophelia in the lake. His era. <laughs> yeah. His Ophelia in the lake era. <laughs> He's floating, fully clothed. Carl finds a toaster and throws it in. And Ian's like, you trying to give me shock therapy? Carl's like, yeah. He's like, you need to plug it in first. He is too silly. Uh, Carl is just trying to help. He is a little stupid, but he's trying to help. I just love that Ian is really like, you're trying to give me shock therapy. Uh, we join Debbie at the hospital. She's rocking back and forth on a bed, pretending to hallucinate knives. And she's she's trying to get lithium. She's like, I ran out of my lithium. I need my lithium. And the doctor's like, not falling for it. I know. They're like, all right, I guess we're going to have to admit you for a 48-hour psychiatric she's watch. Like, and she's like, she's like, I'm not trying to kill myself. What are you talking about? I just need lithium. But it's and like, he, like an actual manic, an actual bipolar person would not be like, lithium, please. Like, can I yeah. get those? They would be like, I'm having the like, slayest time ever. Or like, I'm having a terrible <laughs> time, but I'm not trusting you. Yeah. Yeah. But like, he says he's not going to prescribe her lithium. And like, I like, is it lithium's not a narcotic, is it? It's like I don't understand what the problem is. Like, just prescribe I mean, it just to her. that she's faking, especially because yeah. she's a minor. Like, you know, it just seems like so hard to get a thing that like isn't a narcotic. Like, it's not a thing that people use to like sell. Like Iggy said, you can't sell it on the street. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm unsure, but maybe it's like there's not a lot of it. <laughs> you know, like maybe. it's it's expensive or it's diff- difficult to make. Like, yeah, how it is with Adderall right now. <laughs> yep. Uh, Lip and Fiona get home to a screaming house because they find out Chucky has been arrested and Carl says, it's not a big deal. He's only 10. And Sammy says, he's 13. He's just a little small for his age. And Debbie goes, you mean slow. <laughs> Sammy's like, what? She's like, you said, you said small, but I, th- I think you meant slow. And Sammy says, I meant what I said. No, because she funny. was funny as fuck for that. <laughs> She was hilarious. She's like, like dead ass. She was like, I think you meant small. Yeah. I mean slow. And then when when Sammy like gets back at her, she like throws her hands up. She's like, whoop, okay. Well, maybe I was wrong. <laughs> she yeah. Okay, Debbie, I will this episode only, you get a pass. Except that time that you fucked up in this episode. <laughs> so Sammy asks Frank and Fiona for backup, and Frank says Carl should turn himself in. But Sammy already did that. Because the cops are at the door and now Carl is on the run. They're so funny. They're like, out the back door. Go. (laughs) Run. And they're like, Sammy goes, he's right there. And the whole family goes, what the fuck, Sammy? This is not a family that calls the police on each other. Homeboy bolts. And you can see Ethan uh, limping. (laughs) Yeah, but like this isn't a family that calls the police on each other. Because even if Carl had got off free, this would just be something that fueled beef for the rest of their lives. Like it wouldn't be like a revenge type of thing it would just be like a well he's not invited to my wedding yeah he's not invited to my wedding now like i'm pissed like you could see ethan limping and running a little because i think because he he broke his like what last season yeah and but he's he's got like like got a limp when he's running it was this season was it this season shit yeah it was the it was the beginning of this season because he was in the wheelchair oh right um, for a while but i mean depending on how filming was he might have like just gotten his cast off or like taken the boot off just for this scene or something i know and they were like all right like run how like cameron would do sometimes <laughs> yeah uh the cops eventually corner him and catch him and he he yells all right don't shoot i'm white <laughs> topical Ooh. i love the i love the like 
shameless cliche of when they're like they'll stop and be like like uh what is it um like non-resisting and then they'll just get fucking decked (laughs) yeah like they're like all right and then they'll just like the side shot of them getting bodied by a police officer because then they slam his ass on the hood of the car yeah carl gets arrested that shot though of all the cops surrounding him the lights that was cool as hell yeah it's a good chase scene uh, we cut to the alibi where Kermit has been defeated by the barflies. He's like crying in the corner. And, <laughs> He's like, like rocking it's back and forth. Because <laughs> V never came to relieve him. She was busy fucking Svetlana all afternoon. Dude, she forgot that the bar even existed. Well, I don't even <laughs> think Kev called her. No. To be like, hey, can you go take over the bar? Like I got tied up with something. Because <laughs> he just dipped in the morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Frank, who feels like on a, on a win because of the Chucky thing, walks into the alibi and pours himself a whiskey and feeds one to the rat. With your liver? <laughs> uh, at the police station, all the Gallaghers are waiting for Carl and in like the lobby. And we go to Ian saying, I think this might be the end with Mickey. The diagnosis, even if, I'm, even if I don't believe it, I'm pretty sure he does. And they're think, all sitting all right. there hearing that like, um, so we also believe it. <laughs> Just uh-huh. so you know. <laughs> Um, just so you know, just so you know, this is not a safe space. (laughs) (laughs) Fiona's like, it's all right. I ruined my marriage and I don't even have a diagnosis to pin it on. And they go, Gallagher's, Gallagher's. Yeah, they use that excuse too much. Take a shot, take a drink, something. Well, they say that being a Gallagher is a diagnosis now. Shut up, guys. Ian says that he missed them and Fiona's like, don't worry, I'm moving home tonight. A cop comes out and says they're still questioning Carl and they'll have to wait a couple hours. But Carl is a minor, so shouldn't he have his guardian in the room with him? Uh, not necessarily. Yeah, I feel like not necessarily. Not necessarily. With the crime that he committed. Yeah. But like, it- he's a minor. He should have his lawyer or his guardian in the room with him. I think he has to ask um yeah because doesn't it which is why they tell like, him to ask for which is why they start banging on the door and telling him to ask for and then that's when he was yeah. like i want a fucking talk, lawyer fucking motherfucker fuck, yeah exactly <laughs> i want a fucking lawyer motherfucker yeah it's so funny they all jump up even ian who had been like out of it and floating this whole episode when they they all jump up simultaneously and run to the door and go don't say shit ask for a lawyer I love the shot, though, because it's, like, panning backwards from them in the window. It's, to, like, like, through the window in, into the room Through the Carl. door, and then yeah. the door closes, and he's like, bitch. <laughs> it's, like, a little bit of a parallel of them watching Ian walk into the hospital. It's them up against the window in the police station. It's so it's such a good scene. I love that scene. It's the table full of heroin, too. I know. Like, what a fucking lawyer, motherfucker. Oh, my God. He's... Like, he put so much on Chucky. That was crazy. (laughs) We go to V at the house, giving the girls a bath and calling Kev, who is butt-ass naked in bed with a co-ed. Damn. Damn. Does he? I don't think he ever tells her, right? Eventually. He does? Yeah, he eventually, I think they make him go get tested in another episode. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because he's like, how many? And he's like, uh couple and she gets like no pissed with the rape walker thing he would just fuck the girls when they got back yeah because they would they would ask him to walk them home under that cover but it was really just to get him back to their door but then girls started calling him when they weren't drunk just to fuck him too 
Yeah. In another episode of Girl. I don't remember any of this. There's like another episode. Oh, we'll get like, to it. It's probably like the next episode or whatever. There's a girl who calls him and he's like, Rape Walker here. And she's like, hey. And then just like takes off her top. And he's like, all right. And then walks in. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyways. We cut to a soft scene of Ian in bed. We're like, we're Stop like against the wall watching ah. him. And the door opens and it's Mickey. And Mickey goes, hey. Sorry, I'm late. And he crawls into bed with him. And he takes off his shoes and takes off his hoodie. He gets in bed and he kisses Ian on the forehead. And they are together. They aren't Frank and Monica. And they're going to make it. In that tiny twin bed. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> and like it's like Ian takes a breath for the first time in the whole episode when Mickey crawls into bed with him. Oh, and it's just like the, the... I forget how the song goes but it's like ooh, and it's like very soft yeah. and he's like caressing his face it's so sweet it's so and the sweet song is the song is uh falling together by the mason brothers and then we cut to credits and the post-credit scene is carl and chucky in adjoining cells and it's chucky going hey uncle carl i didn't know we were going to be neighbors can you tell me a story <laughs> what a baddie next time on shameless carl is going to court sammy is on the fucking <laughs> hunt Ian is off his meds and having delusions, and Lip is starting uh, to fuck a hot, mean MILF professor. Yes! Oh, Helena? Helena? Helena. Helena. Helene. 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 The entrance of Helene. All right. Th- that, that's the episode. What that's did we it. think? What a, what a episode. I say that about every goddamn episode. I think it was another really well-balanced one. Season five just does it. Season yeah. five just knows what they're freaking doing. Well, and it was it was funny, but it wasn't like overwhelmingly funny, like to the point where it wasn't serious. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I really liked it. And it's like me I, too. everyone's like stories didn't feel like that rush, even though we got very very minimal Kevin V this episode. Um, but they made a enough. lot of big strides. Yeah. yeah, they started a lot of they like started a lot of subplots within their relationship in this episode, like a lot. And then I don't know, Carl. I love I love this era. Well, I thought specifically that scene of V and Svet in bed talking about being a mother was like really really good for their for the mm-hmm. development. Yeah, of definitely storyline. I feel like it cracked something open for for V. Yeah, I think I think that was what they needed. Was they humanized Svetlana for the first time. Yeah, the introduction of Svet into Kevin V's storyline like really, really helped, I think. Yeah, because I feel like even though we knew a lot of like personal backstory about Svetlana, I feel like this really, this was the start of Svetlana being like a person, not just a, a subplot. Not just to Mickey's help. baby mama or yeah, a source, exactly. of, con- or a source like, of conflict. She like became her own character. I, I will... I will be excited to enjoy Moist Fitlana scenes is what I basically am excited about. Is because this is when she becomes a main character, and I'm excited for that. Because I enjoy, I enjoy Fitlana so much. Yeah, she's a good character. I really like her. I hate they always they did the shameless twist, which they always villainized a good like consecutive character towards the end of their showtime, but. Because every woman who got forced off this show said, hey, can you have me shirtless less? And they went, go fuck yourself. And yep. then they wrote her off. Yep, yep, you went, yep. Don't you know this is shameless? <laughs> yeah. But great episode. But I really liked it. I'm I'm really excited that we're in the back half, that we're like barreling towards the end of season five. 
Uh, and then we're going to get into unfounded territory. And I'm excited <laughs> about it. So me and Evan have the upper hand on this one. I know, dude. We're like, ha, 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 I know you guys have even started to bring up stuff that I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I know. It's saying. always so funny having like a me and Lena conversation. I think you're going to be entertained, though. Yeah, like, because don't get me wrong. I do boring. think season, once you get past the, like, lack of Mickey, I think season six and seven are actually great seasons. Because I feel like with the lack of Mickey, they give you a little bit with certain characters that you actually end up caring more about people you didn't feel like you used to care about, which is nice in a way, because there's a lot of new characters you'll introduce that they actually don't shamelessify them, and they're just genuine human beings, and it's nice to have those in that show for a little bit. But... The lack of Mickey does get exhausting. And then obviously, you know, when they bring felt, him back yeah. and then just kind of like humiliate him in a way with writing him and making him leave two times before they bring him back for good. I am not ready to meet Caleb or Trevor. I'm not oh, ready for either of them. I was going to say the lack of Mickey is interesting because you get to see Ian on his own yeah. um, until he meets Caleb and then it's kind of exhausting. I think you'll hate Caleb. You'll enjoy Trevor, but you'll be annoyed by Trevor. You will be mad about the way the show treats Trevor because you may or may not find Trevor annoying. Yeah. And you will be like, mad that the show wrote him to be annoying. <laughs> yeah. Cause don't get me wrong. He's annoying, but I think he brings a lot to Ian's character development that we would have never seen before. And I think it really helped Ian's development towards because, the end. Yeah, because then when Ian takes what he learns from Trevor back to Mickey. Yeah, he really I think it's like, good. It's good for the both of them and for their relationship that you saw progress. Yeah. So, Amanda, I'm very interested to see your thoughts. Because like, Ian was so different. I mean, you saw in like season yeah. 10 and 11 and he is so different in just the way yeah. he handles things yeah and, and you'll understand why because why he's reality yeah. checked his ass no for real so funny that's so i also think this is the fastest we've turned an episode around in a few months look at us go oh damn yeah really because yeah. i feel like we've been episodes in we've the same been month. hitting the 140s and the time length too we actually cut it short today too I know, and I know that it's time for it to end because I have to pee so bad. That's the international symbol of our of our podcast. I know, I have to rock and roll. What time is it for you, Lena? It's almost ten, but I have to get up early tomorrow. Do you take in the train? Let's wrap it all up because Lena, right. it's nighttime and Lena's time now. Sleepy time. You email us, follow us. You know all the things. They're all listed. The socials are on the website in the links. You'll find us, in guys. The description. You know, we're there. Thank you for listening. <laughs> And we'll be back when we're back for the rest of season five. And we're still going to be international the next time we come back, too. We sure yep, are. For we're going to be international for a couple of months. Yep. yep. All right. I love you guys. Love it's you nice all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Love you too. Bye, -bye. Mm, bye.